to part two of Community as Teens and Young Adults. This is the Reflecting Christ podcast. Yes. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Emily. And we have... I'm Isaac Sand. Yeah! <laughs> so Isaac was with for part one, and now he's back for part two. So, but before we get going, I'm just going to pray us in. And yeah. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for this day and this opportunity that we have to just learn more about you and um, share your word. And I pray that you would just speak through us and just bless this moment right here. And thank you for Isaac and the friend that he has been to Kennedy and I, and I just thank you that he was able to come and just share the things that you've been teaching him. In your name, amen. Amen. Okay, so we, so this podcast, we're gonna be talking about the organizations and then the mentors slash kind of discipleship. And yeah, so with the organizations, I'm just gonna give a little background. So Kennedy and I are in SALT, which is one student ministry. Campus ministry. Campus, camp, thank you, campus ministry. And Isaac is in the Navigators. And so we're just gonna be talking a little bit about like how organizations can differ and stuff. But we wanted to bring Isaac, not only has Isaac been like a super good friend for Kennedy and I, all of our growing up. So he's like, was like really good for that. Cause he's like been community and a good friend for oh, us. Oh, way to tie it all circle round, <laughs> round circle, I mean. But also, but also he's just has like some different insight being from a different organization and an organization that I know is super, super disciple focused. And so that's going to be super good. But yeah, so anyway, that's just the background. But first, we're going to be talking about the organizations. Yeah, and organizations are just like a super good way, especially when you get to college, like getting involved in organizations is great to find common interests with others. Mm -hmm. Like, and you can do that with um, campus ministries, but you can also do that with like finding certain clubs, like an acapella club, if you like to sing or like a canoeing club, dance, dance club, whatever, swing dancing, whatever. Those are also great ways to like show Christ and draw that community in, which we talked about a little bit in part one of just like, um, we are not called to just be friends with Christians. We're called to be friends with and love everybody. And mm -hmm. so like finding those common interests with others, building that friendship, and then using that as a tool to draw them in towards Christ. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's really good for those of you that are still in high school in extracurricular activities whether that's marching band, choir, cross country, volleyball, football, basketball, track, all that good stuff. Like there are so many ways in those extracurricular activities that we can reach out to people. Like those should be a way that we minister to people. Like that's our outreach. That's one of the biggest ways I think mm -hmm. that you can like be a light for the Lord in high school is just in those extracurricular activities. Cause that's like a really cool place where you can make personal connections and get to know people on a more personal level than what's two plus two, you know, like mm -hmm. just growing relationships with people and being able to draw them in that way. So for those of you that are in high school, I would encourage you in the activities that you're in to really think about the ways that you are interacting with people and what you're doing to bring them closer to Christ and being an example for Christ. So, yeah. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of like what Emily was talking about with 
outreach, you know, is leading people to Christ by example. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the ways that you could do this is, you know, say you're playing a sport and your coach yells at you and they're like, you are playing terrible. But just like taking that situation, handling it all with grace and kindness, um, or just when you're tired, like say you're running cross country and you're just like, I'm so exhausted. I can't go any farther. And instead of being like, nah, I'm gonna, you know, give 110% and I'm just gonna try even harder or like football practice, like doing that too, where, you know, it's the end of practice and you're ready to just kind of like coast the rest of the, like, you know, like work harder and like finish strong and like showing Christ's love through that of just like presenting God is like, God doesn't go 80% for us. Like Mm -hmm. we should give everything. Yeah. in every situation because whatever we're doing we're doing it to bring glory to christ so we want to do it to the best of our ability mm-hmm. yeah we're just sure. like encouraging others mm-hmm. that's a great way to show god's love yeah mm-hmm. and in classes too as a college student where you may have like dropped extracurriculars just being respectful towards the teacher and not cheating and just paying attention in class every day and leading a good example even though it might not be the best class and you might not yeah. be learning the best but just uh trying to be respectful and just be a good example through that for sure. That's a good point. You yeah. know, like the classroom is a really good place to display Christ's love because mm-hmm. it's super easy to want to like cheat or skate around things mm-hmm. and like working hard and like actually learning the content. One is better for you because you're going to understand what you're doing, but also just mm-hmm. like showing like, okay, I'm not going to cheat around this. Like I'm going to work hard and get where I need to be because of that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So there's a lot of different like things that this looks like if you're in college this could be like a campus ministry or a church or if you're in high school it could also be church but it could also be a youth group and so that's kind of what we're looking at now so first we're going to talk about so we're talking specifically about salt and navigators but we are where there are many other campus outreach groups but these are just like we're talking about our experiences with them so first we're going to talk about salt. Um, and so a cool thing about salt is you have the service on Thursday, which is just like your church service, but it's like targeted towards um, college students, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And it makes it very applicable um, no matter what. And then you also have C group, which is like a small group um, that just helps you get like built in fellowship because salt is a bit bigger of a campus ministry. And so finding a smaller community and finding people that you can just be in community with like right away and just have fellowship and talk about life and talk about the sermon on Thursday and gain a deeper understanding of that. Like that's, that's super cool. And I really like that salt does that because it has helped me find like my best friends at college. Mm -hmm. Another cool thing in like those small groups is confession in community. Like we're called like the scripture calls us to not only confess to the Lord, but also to fellow believers so that they can encourage us in that and help like encourage us to put our sin behind us. And um, also like sin thrives in darkness. So just bringing it into the light with fellow believers and people that you're close with is super beneficial toward your sanctification and just like being able to move past sin struggles. So that's been something that's super cool. Like my C group has been focusing on that more lately. And it's been super cool to just like be able to try and walk alongside people 
in their struggles and have people walk alongside you. Mm-hmm. Um, another cool thing that SALT does is D group, which is discipleship group for like the leaders, mm-hmm. because as those leaders are pouring into and mentoring, you know, um, freshmen, sophomore, juniors, like they are also being discipled and poured into because mm-hmm. um, we talked about this a bit in the dating podcast. Like you can't pour into someone else if you're not being poured into. And like mm-hmm. part of that is, you know, being in the word and connecting with Christ, but also having that community that's going through the same thing you are is also leading others and having them pour into you as well. And just like praying for you as you're going through hard situations or you're having people in your group that are walking through like some struggles and just how, Mm -hmm. how do I have wisdom in those situations as well? Yeah. So that's super cool. Yeah. It also is just like, has been super good for just making friendships. It's a great way to meet new people and get connected to people who have the same like eternal goal as you. Like we want to reach other people and we want to become more like Christ and finding people who also share those goals is like, it's a lot easier to find those people when you're put in a situation where you're like forced to be with those kind of people. Um, Not that everyone in a student ministry is living for Christ, but you're more able to find, or it's easier, I'd say, to find people who Mm -hmm. are when you're put in situations like that. So it's just a really great way, especially if you're first going to college, a super great way to meet, meet people that share the same goals as you. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that SALT does is just a bunch of events. So they have like fall retreat, spring retreat, like ways that you can just get away. They have like the SALT conference, which is all the SALT companies across like the nation that come um, and meet in Des Moines and do a huge conference there. And it's super powerful and good. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it multiple times. It was astounding. Mm-hmm. There's also like the pancake party, which are just like their fun events or like a cereal party ways that you can just like go and be in community with others. And like every time I personally leave one of those like things, my soul just feels so full and Mm -hmm. so happy because I'm with people, like you said, that have the same goal as me Mm -hmm. and we're on that same playing field. And I can, I feel like I can relax a little bit, like, and just be in community Mm -hmm. and just have those friendships. Yeah. Another thing that I think is super cool about like the pancake parties and stuff like that is like, it's not necessarily like, you don't have to be like, oh, you want to come to church with me? Because I feel like that just makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but just being like, hey, you want to go eat some pancakes with me? And then bringing them into a situation where they're surrounded by people, by Christians that want to reach out to them and bring people closer to Christ. Like just bringing people into that community so that they can see like, what that actually looks like because I think a lot of people are like oh church like all the goody goodies like people mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be so uncomfortable but then once you're what they're actually surrounded by people by Christians they can be like oh wow like this is what this is like and then hopefully they're more willing to come like to church with you or whatever because they see what that community is like so that's been super cool I think so Isaac take it away with the navigators so navigators and salt is there's a lot of like just equivalents. Like we also have a Thursday night sermon where we call nav night and our C group is Bible study. So I think we have a lot of the same, like, like conjugates, like mm-hmm. things like that. But we also have a bunch of different courses that I've taken. I've taken J team. Uh, I call it Joshua team. And it's just a course to start teaching about discipleship and tools to use. So we would go through that and do like the bridge illustration, the wheel illustration and the hand illustration. We obviously can't put up, pictures or anything for you guys but i'd encourage you to go look those up on your own time 
And then it would also just help get your feet wet with starting to develop good habits. Because I know in high school with youth group and stuff, I would struggle with intentionality and just uh, reading the Bible every day and making good habits and having a quiet time. But like now that it's a sign and like you're checking up on it with all your people that are spurring you on, it's a lot easier to stay on top of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really good for semester. And I'm also taking a course this semester called Nobleman, which is uh, a course about noble manhood in a world where there's not a lot of those. That's also a help with intentionality because I'm not a huge deep thinking guy. So just coming on other side alongside people that are and just having a booklet in front of me with all the activities that we're going through. That's just been really cool too. Do you and, feel like that's helped you with like vulnerability or like mm-hmm. opening up a lot? Yeah. And within those are both of those were also small group things for J team. Uh, we would split up half and half and then we'd share our testimonies, which I'd never done. So that was a really cool experience to get to do that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, well, not obviously, but it just, it wasn't super long. It wasn't high pressure. It was just us sharing our lives with each other. And then within Nobleman, there's small groups each week where we recite our verse memory and things like that where we just get to admit our sins, like you said, with confession time during C group. And it's just cool to have that all in the, all out in the open and just have the weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. We've also had a couple of, well, I guess only one retreat, but it's DMC, Disciple Makers Conference, which is also just about making disciples and getting you fired up about being able to do that. And just more tools with um, small group sessions within that too, for like hour blocks of time and just learning about, different areas of the world that don't have Christians in their, in their community to help do that. Mm. And just different resources, like even apps where it's like country of the day or something like that, where you just, it pops up the country, gives a little bit of data, like the population, the Christian percentage in there and just what to pray for with them and what they're struggling with. So there's different opportunities like that too. It's been really cool to be in NAVS and a little bit smaller of an atmosphere as opposed Mm -hmm. to salt. But yeah, it's just really cool to be involved with that. Which is nice because then you know everybody probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're able to like, I don't know. I feel like it would be a little bit more vulnerable maybe on like the Thursday nights, especially because on Thursday nights, like you do have friends in Salt, but like I am far from knowing everybody in Salt. Yeah. I mostly talk to like people in my C group and then like most people in my grade, but we're NAVs, you probably know mm-hmm. like all grades a little bit wider like range of mm-hmm. people just because it's a smaller yeah. place plus it's a little less overwhelming like people who are maybe more introverted mm-hmm. yeah and since it's a little bit smaller recently we've been able to move into like just a house that some of the people on staff with NAVS have been and they've been cooking supper for us the past couple of weeks so a couple of my friends that i'm trying to be moved towards um before weren't very inclined but we're guys, so we're always going to be down for a good meal and, yeah. <laughs> and a chill time. So just mac and cheese and I think it was mac and cheese and pulled pork one week. And then last week it was like grilled, I think it was porky and it was just really good. And just yeah, exactly just being able to do chill things like that to get people in the door and then just mm-hmm. disciple with them like like your pancake thing. It's just yeah. super chill and it's a smaller environment, so it's not high pressure either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that like these different like there's different kinds of groups for a reason. Like everyone is different and everyone mm-hmm. feels fulfilled in different ways. Or like people, some people are more introverted, some people are more extroverted and thrive in big groups and some people thrive in small groups. So it's really cool that there's like all these different options. So like find one that works for you. Like mm-hmm. there are so many options. Like even at you and I, which is not that huge, like there's salt, navigators, yeah. basic, 
alpha, beta, pi. How do you say that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the Greek letters are, but yeah, it's a Christian fraternity. Yeah. And just like stuff like that, where it's like, there are so many options like mm -hmm. find what works best for you mm -hmm. and it's not like there isn't small group settings at salt or large right. group things at navs right. they're they're both very good and one yeah. is not better than the other mm -hmm. right there's yeah and you get you get all of like what's the word you get all the stuff from all the different areas <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying a to say a variety like you get like the, all the things you get out of a large group experience you get those things or like all those things, all the things you get from a smaller group experience, you get from both organizations mm -hmm. in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just sense? gonna be yeah. like a little different of a picture. Like, yeah. you still have that small group scenario in Salt, even though mm -hmm. it's a huge, like a bigger um, community. But like, you're gonna get that in Navs as well. Mm -hmm. It just is gonna play out in different roles yeah. and look a little different. Thanks and for there's, me out, guys. yeah. <laughs> You just butchered that. I'm not going <laughs> to. That was rough. That was rough. Good thing you guys can read my book. <laughs> but, okay, so now I know, like, there's a lot of high schoolers that listen to this. So, like, we, so we all went to the same youth group. So we're going to talk about, I mean, not that we need to go in the same youth group, but, like, we're going to talk about youth group now. And Isaac was talking, when we were talking about this, Isaac brought up intentionality in high school. So I don't know if you want to, like, go into that more in your experience oh uh, yeah i think in high school i was just a go through the motions type of guy i went to the things and i enjoy them but i wasn't really intentional like i said i didn't have like a quiet time where i read the bible and prayed each day or anything like that um i think within those groups they changed a little bit where obviously no slander towards how how the church did it but it was just a little bit harder with different age ranges and things like that so i think coming to college and having the specific thing for me like nobleman that's just a guy's group where we all are invested in the same thing has been really cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it can be hard in a high school setting because um, you have a freshman and a senior and you're in completely different walks of life. Mm -hmm. But like, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad thing. Like, yeah. youth group is still a really good way to just find others who also love Christ mm -hmm. and just have that community. And like, while it may not always feel like Oh, this is so good for my soul or like this is me like i don't know i would say stick with it and like keep going because it it is going to impact you whether or not you realize it like where mm -hmm. you spend your time is going to show mm -hmm. so going to youth group i think is a great way to just like get the word of the lord poured into you in like the middle of the week because mm -hmm. sometimes we like to put um our christianity away after sunday and like mm -hmm. keep it to ourselves mm -hmm. but like going to youth group allows us to open that up and like be like, okay, like, no, I should be like pursuing Christ on a Wednesday night or mm -hmm. whatever. And doing that as well mm -hmm. throughout the week. For sure. And I think sometimes it can be hardest for some reason, for me anyway, it can be hardest to sh like be open about my faith to my peers, especially in high school. It was like, mm -hmm. it's just like, it's easy to open up about your faith in church, but like when you're at youth group with your peers and people that, like there were people that went to our youth group that didn't go to church with us necessarily like mm -hmm. things like that where you're just like it helps you open up about your faith to your peers and which i think is super cool and also in high school like with the wide like age range i just want to say like some of my sweetest friendships have been with people that are like significantly older or younger especially mm -hmm. in high school mm -hmm. it seemed significantly yeah, older or younger like 
those are super sweet friendships, especially like once you get out of high school, I feel like I've realized more like that age gap is really not that big mm -hmm. and, but it feels really big, but I'd encourage you to just like not close off potential friendships because of an age gap. Yeah. Cause there have been some really like, I've had some really sweet friendships come out of like people that I was friends with when I was a sophomore who were seniors or people when I was a senior, they were freshmen and just like super sweet relationships that if I had been like, Oh, I'm not going to talk to the freshies. I wouldn't have that, mm -hmm. but it's been like super good for my heart and hopefully super good for their heart to just like have that friendship. And so I just want to encourage you not to close off potential friendships because of an age gap. Yeah. I think especially like mentoring can go in like discipleship can go into play. Like there's a lot of freshmen can learn from a senior. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of senior can learn from a freshman. Like that age gap is also like really cool in the sense like they've already gone through most of their like high school experience, mm -hmm. they can then give me advice and help me through like navigating high school waters because high school can be hard and confusing. So like getting that like wisdom of someone who has already gone through it mm -hmm. is super helpful. And like, yeah. that's also a really cool thing yeah. that you can do through um, high school youth group. Absolutely. Ooh, <laughs> new word. <laughs> it just, it just kind of came out. I don't know. But so that's a really good transition, I think, into absopositively. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not that word specifically. What we were talking about is a great transition. That's our new transition word. Absopositively. <laughs> now mentors. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about mentors. And so mentor and discipling, those words kind of, they're interchangeable. interchangeable. Um, good job. Found it. But so Isaac, we're going to, Isaac is going to talk about this one a lot because Navs is super good about like one-on-one -on -one discipleship. Um, I went to Navs for a little bit at the beginning of the year when I was still deciding between the two. And so I've like had some experience with this and I like absolutely loved it. And so like that one-on-one -on -one discipleship that they were just like super intentional about. So Isaac is going to talk a lot about that aspect this is the, this is the super Isaac cool interview, interview. Okay. <laughs> if you've been at the edge of your seat like now's the time yep. get the popcorn it's so good so, oh, yeah. you're putting a lot of pressure on me <laughs> uh, okay um and then we just wanted to also like before we get into it all like say a couple bible verses that just deal with mentoring because mentoring um if you guys don't know what mentoring is it's a one-on-one -on -one interaction um where you just seek community or wisdom from someone who is wiser than you mm -hmm. or if you are the mentor you are finding someone who is a couple years um below you and just helping lead and guide them mm -hmm. as well so that's what mentoring is um hebrews 13 7 says remember those who led you who spoke the word of god to you and considering the result of their conduct imitate their faith it's like god calls us to like mentor and mm -hmm. be mentored so like it's an important thing and it's a great way to grow. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 9, 9 also says, give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. And yeah, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase his learning. So that's another just example of where God is encouraging us to mentor and be mentored. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so at the Navigators, we teach um, spiritual generations so discipling somebody and then teaching them to disciple somebody else. It's also called um, spiritual multiplication, I think. Instead of individually teaching one person and then having that be it and going on the next person, having that be it, teaching somebody to teach somebody else 
and just having that explode out. It's kind of like the the pay it forward movement, I think. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just having that device in place, mm-hmm. and I think that's been really cool because it's really just living life with people. Like we're called to abide in the Lord and His Word, and abide kind of means like live in. So like we're just abiding with each other and walking life with each other. And some weeks it may be like reading the Bible and going through different things. And other weeks it might just be going to Cane's and just getting food with each other and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool experience to just be taught things by people that are older and wiser than me. Because like I said before, I'm not a super deep thinking guy. Just having things explained to me from somebody else that's been through that too has been really cool. So what does like a common mentoring session look like? Um, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks and I think I mentioned it earlier, the the wheel illustration. So we've been going through that where Christ is at the center and then the spokes around it, I think are uh, discipleship, evangelism, the word and fellowship. So just different aspects about holding that up and then the wheel is just like the obedient Christian in action. So just going through different aspects of that and just learning how to live with the Lord and things like that too. Mm. I've also been asking how they um, like study the word because I'm not a super school schooly guy either. So <laughs> just studying things is hard for me. And I, I want to grow more and take deeper meaning. So asking what they do in that and how they take notes has been cool too. And mm-hmm. just, we just, just seeking wisdom. Yeah. We just go to a dining center and just hang out. I think that's super cool that you're willing to be like, I don't know all the answers. And so like, I need someone to like pour wisdom in my life. Yeah. Like that's really admirable. And I think like sometimes we have to humble ourselves a little mm-hmm. bit and be like, okay, I actually don't know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet like, I feel like I try to do that sometimes and be like, oh yeah, I'm like doing all things right. And I don't need <laughs> any help. And like, no, like there's always something we can learn. Mm-hmm. So like, I just think that's really cool. I commend you for it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That is super cool. So how has being mentored like helped your relationship with Christ? Um, yeah, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but intentionality, because mm-hmm. having a quiet time, I think is super important. And I don't know, quiet time might not have been defined, but just reading the Bible and praying and taking notes if you're a note taker and just trying to understand more about what God is teaching us through the Bible, because it is all God breathed and just applying that in our lives too. Cause we can, we can do a quiet time and if we just do that and just leave it there, then it won't help us, but we have to apply it in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an important part and just verse memorization too. Cause when Jesus was being tempted by Satan after his 40 day, um, his 40 day fast to combat Satan's temptations, he used verses. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to do that in our lives too. Just memorizing things to help us in whatever we struggle with if we struggle with lust or with like like with the joking thing from last week uh just memorize verses on that and meditate on those when you're struggling Mm -hmm. Mm. for sure so like how do you get a mentor for those who are like oh this sounds kind of cool like how do i do this um uh we were encouraged to just ask somebody so i went up to one of the people on staff with the navigators and asked if they could disciple me and they're obviously really busy because it's their full-time job. So they asked a student to disciple me and then obviously I said, yes, it's not like the student was worse or any, <laughs> any way than that, but just taking initiative and asking someone is I think the first step because mm-hmm. you can't wait 
and wait for somebody to come to you. When you're catching a ball in like football or baseball, you can't wait for the ball to come to you. You have to go towards the ball to catch it. Mm-hmm. So I think just taking that first step. Mm. That's cool. So after like now that you've been like, you're being mentored by someone, has that encouraged you to like go mentor someone else and like carry that spiritual multiplication or whatever yeah. and just like spread that? Yeah, I think that's been on my heart a lot as I've been with the Navigators this last semester and a half to just go disciple someone because we're not called to be stagnant. We have to bear fruit for if we're like, if we're in a live tree, then we're bearing fruit. And if you're not, then you're barren. So just, and also mm-hmm. in Nobleman, uh, one of the things that we're talking about with discipleship, like, where's your man? Where's the guy that's discipling you? And where's the person you're discipling? So just trying to move towards people in their lives and where they're at and just help them come to Christ and be with them in that. Mm-hmm. So like a mentor, like when you're mentoring someone, does it, do you think it has to be like a big age gap or do you think you could like even mentor someone who's like the same age as you? Uh, the person who is discipling me is just a year older than me in school. So it doesn't have to be superior, just them taking what they've learned from people that are older than them mm-hmm. and teaching you. And it doesn't have to necessarily mean like age, age. We could be like, like spiritual age. Mm. Like I have been, I guess a Christian my whole life, but more recently, more intentional. So I could disciple somebody my the same age as me who hasn't been a Christian their whole life and just asking questions and stuff like that. That's a really good point. Yeah. I also feel like to mentor someone doesn't mean you have to have it all like together and like no, know all the all. wisdom. Right. Like, like you can still share what the Lord has taught you and like pour into someone else. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like a, well, I'm perfect now. So like, yeah, here's where I start sharing. Yeah. Like God calls us to share wherever we're at yeah. to whoever we're with. So like that, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. God is not going to let you mess up someone else. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to use you and speak through you as long as that's your heart's intent. Like he's, mm-hmm. if you're, going into it like oh man like I really hope like like God is speaking through me like he's going to mm-hmm. and he's going to be faithful to like use that relationship to build the other person up and it's not it's not on us because we're not perfect like and God knows that very mm-hmm. well he's he's using us because it's him not because it's us and so there's nothing that we like it's not because of us that he's using us and so we can't so we don't need to expect perfection out of ourselves because god doesn't expect perfection out of us yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. who are we to mess up the plan of god yeah we're nothing yeah like i'm gonna say that right now we're losers we can't control <laughs> yeah. the world yeah. like but what god's happened got it. yeah god's got it and like whatever is going to happen like that's the lord's plan mm-hmm. and that's how he deemed it to be so like trusting in that and like whatever you say like the lord is going to use that mm-hmm that's that's my two cents yeah for sure mm-hmm. so with that we're gonna close out thank you isaac for doing what a guy. little interview and for joining us on this podcast it was yeah. super good thanks for having me as i stumbled over my words and whatnot <laughs> we all stumbled <laughs> yes yeah it was it was really good so with that we love you and god loves you more i love that you're joining <laughs> in on that <laughs>